Well, Valerie, here is the first question. Are students intelligent or ignorant? Don't be shy, Valerie. Answer boldly whichever you think. I'm sure you will learn a lot from these gentlemen. I am prepared to bet you she will be wrong, whichever she says. They are intelligent, I think. There are some people you'll call professors, are there not? Yes. And the professors teach the students. You doubt you and these boys are science professors and English professors, and you are their students. Yes. And when you are studying, you've not yet mastered the subject which you are studying. No. Are you really intelligent, then, if you've not been able to master your subject? We can't be. And if you're not intelligent, you're ignorant. That's true. Then you study subjects you are not master of, and you are ignorant when you study them. <laughs> then students are ignorant, Valerie, not intelligent, as you thought. <laughs> <laughs> now, Valerie, think of English lessons. Is it the intelligent students or the ignorant ones who study best with your English professor? The intelligent ones. Then students are intelligent, not ignorant, and your answer to John was incorrect. On <laughs> <laughs> what subjects do students study? There's their master of or there's their ignorant of? This is another good one. I certainly liked your last. All our questions are as baffling as that. I see why you have such reputation. The subjects they are ignorant of. You speak English? Of course. Expertly? Well, yes. When your English professor teaches you, does he teach in English? Certainly. Then, if you have mastered English, you have mastered what he teaches? Yes. Then you do not study with him. Only those who have not mastered English can study it. But I do study with him. Then, if you have mastered English, you are studying what you have already mastered. I must be. So you gave me the wrong answer. John is deceiving you, Valerie. Tell me, do students study to acquire mastery of their subjects? Yes. And being master is the same as having mastery already? It is. So not being master is the same as not yet having mastery? Yes. Do people who acquire something have it or not? I suppose they don't have it. And you have admitted that people who don't have mastery are among the have-nots. Yes. And students study to acquire something, so they are among the have-nots. Yes. Then, Valerie, students are not masters of their subjects, and you were wrong. Now, Valerie... Excuse me. Don't be put off, Valerie, by the queer way they talk. Perhaps you may not appreciate what these two are trying to do with you. It is like going to your first dance. You know they are so often joking and teasing with the audience. That is just what these two are doing to you, dancing round you and making fun of you. They will get down to business later. You must imagine that you have been going through the preliminary stages of the party, the breaking down of social barriers, as it were. Wittgenstein says that the first part of philosophy is the breaking down of language barriers. Well, these two English gentlemen have been pointing out to you what you did not realize before, that the word study is used in two senses. First, of acquiring mastery of some subject of which one was previously ignorant, second, of reviewing one's speech and actions in the light of this mastery. The second activity is better called understanding, but the word study is also used in this sense. These gentlemen have shown what you did not realize, that the word is used of two distinct classes of men, those who know and those who do not. The second question which they asked you whether the subject the man studies 
are those which he has mastered or those which he has not was of the same sort. I said they were fooling around with you because this kind of inquiry is not serious. And it is not serious because even an expert in it has no greater knowledge about how the world works. His skill is in tripping people up by logical distinctions, like the prankster who gets a laugh out of pulling a chair from under someone about to sit down and watching him collapse on the floor. You must realize that all this has been a kind of prank, but from now on I'm sure they will show you the serious part of their work. I shall be urging them on since I want them to fulfill the promise they made to display their talents as moralists. But seemingly they thought they would have some fun first. Now, gentlemen, I expect you have had enough teasing. We would like to hear your serious advice to the girl how she is to apply herself to morals and philosophy. May I first show you the sort of task I take this to be and the sort of talk I hope to hear from you? Please do not laugh if I seem to do it in a clumsy or ridiculous manner. And it is only out of eagerness to witness your talent uh, that I venture to improvise before you. So I must ask you and your friends to bear with me and listen in a serious frame of mind. 